Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, AfterBuzzers. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's Halt and Catch Fire After Show. We're going to be breaking down Season 2, Episode 7, Working for the Clampdown. My Big episode today. Can you not interrupt my flow, I'm sorry, you're right. I'm I was so excited <laughs> about our guests that I this wanted to interrupt be you. I terrible. Thought, right, you're right. Okay, my name is Isaac Johnson. You can follow me on Twitter, at Isaac Johnson. And my co-host... Yes, let me speak now? Yeah, go okay, ahead. Thank I'll you. let you speak and not interrupt Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Dave Abbott here. Uh, big day today. Um, you know, normally I would plug my Twitter at this point, but my Instagram just broke a thousand followers, so I just want to keep that right. going. <laughs> so, so follow Dave. Dave Abbott. Yes. D-A-V-E-A-B-E-D. Let's get to 2,000 within this, uh, a manageable time period. Wow, Dave, this show is only 50 minutes. Okay. Um, we also have some really special guests huge with us today. Huge special guests. Very, well, they're not huge. They're appropriately sized. <laughs> I mean, they're, yes, they're very fit. But, yeah, yeah they look very fit yes. to me. We yeah. got Kevin Ross over here. Hey, how's it going? And John Vitali. How you doing? Did like I say it correctly? Vitale. Okay, yes. thank you Great. so much. Oh, well, now it's going to be a good show. Yes. Uh, these gentlemen were both editors for this episode of Halt and Catch Fire, which I show that you guys are all fans of. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be breaking it down with us. We're excited break, to have you guys. Break it down. Insights. Intellect. Oh, yeah. We watched the show together earlier, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of whispering between these two there the was entire time. So, yeah. the biggest question is just tell us all your whispers, and then we'll be done with the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling it's about the show. Okay. Um, so, let's ask uh, Dave, because you guys know this episode a lot better than we do. Dave, yes. what did you think of the episode? Uh, definitely, uh, each um, episode, I'm getting more and more into the characters, for sure. I mm-hmm. I, uh, I did not see the first uh, season, so mm-hmm. I was a brand new to this this year, uh, and we I get a lot of flack from that from our fans. <laughs> um, but So I was like a little slow to kind of catch up to the characters and the vibe of the show, but each uh, episode I'm becoming more of a fan of, and this one, one, I was excited to watch it, for one, to see what was going to happen, once, and I yeah, thought... For, to, no, no for, one, oh, okay, for, sorry, no, for one. Not for once. For once. For once. For one, for two, um, I thought there was a lot of payoffs. I thought Joe was really great in this episode. I yeah, thought Cameron uh, brought me on an emotional journey on this episode because I thought here she goes again, being too emotional mm-hmm. and like annoying me. And then she made the good decision after Tom gave him uh, her his metaphorical speech. Yeah, and then but then at the end. She gave that, this is my, it's interesting, I was noticing when we were just watching it, the music they put behind her in that moment was like, kind of like triumphant and cheery, but I feel like if they would have just put music that was more like down and evil, that final moment could have seemed kind of evil from her spot. Could have, Dave. But it didn't. Who knows? What was your feelings? Uh, My feelings were that this was great, a great emotional episode. Yes. I was really into a lot of the, like you said, payoffs and just where the characters went, specifically Joe, I was really happy about that. Yes. You guys edited this episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you guys see it in a much longer format than we do, so how did you feel about seeing your baby out there in the world? Overall, pretty pleased. Yeah. I mean, it, um, it's a nice, cohesive script, and mm-hmm. don't really miss the scenes that we know are there, Sure, but uh, 
And that, of course, is because the episode is much longer when we first cut it. Of course. And uh, this one especially, and we brought it down to time. But uh, who knows? Maybe they'll show up on... Uh, Deleted, deleted scenes, scenes yeah, on yeah, DVD yeah. someday. Cool. How do you two. feel about John? I'm sure though, I feel the same way. I mean, there's really good moments for all the characters. Absolutely. Uh, in this episode, um, and you get to see that roller coaster a little bit with Cameron, but and you get the Big Joe story that you you know every few episodes will mm-hmm. get in his backstory, which is really good to see for him for character. You know, cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I was well, glad to see that uh, Gordon finally told Donna what was going on with him, and that's, that's exactly nice where I was going. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, I wanted to talk about that because Gordon, you know, we had him last episode. We had him cheating on his wife. Yeah. Something yeah. I, I we were all disappointed against. in. Yes, yeah. you're married, so uh, yeah. you have to be against it. Yes. <laughs> I also should be. I was before. And I was against it before I was married. Okay, good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good. Good. Three well, and post. Aren't, moral man. aren't we all married here? Uh, I am a single man, uh, so yeah. yeah, I can I can let's, be for it, but I'm not. I could be, here. but I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. So Gordon tells Donna a really great. Well, he tells Donna about what's going on with his brain, uh, and there's you see a lot more effects of that in this episode too. He does not tell her about the cheating. I wonder when that's going to come out. If, but if it's going to yes. come out, yeah. I don't know. Right. We don't know. And we're not going to ask. If only we knew. If yeah. only we knew. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, uh, may I, do you have some nope, finishing? Uh, I was going to say, you know, because we were asking how many, uh, we, we obviously want to know some behind the scenes thing. And maybe the best way is per character. So for Gordon, like, what is your favorite thing about cutting Gordon uh, from an acting standpoint? What do you feel that he gives you as an actor that kind of excites you and allows you to edit in the best way possible? I'd say specifically about all the characters in this show, they're all very good. The script is good. And I think when you start with good words, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. actors can take that to a bunch of different places. But uh, Gordon specifically is um, very, he's very into the character, really breaks it down. Mm -hmm. Um, He gives you the material you need to put the scene together. Um, Scoot's a very solid actor. Yeah, I mean, yeah I'm a big fan. And uh, when you put him and Carrie Bichet together, they're just they're they dynamite really together. Yeah. They really they jump off the yeah off mm-hmm. the screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, but all the main characters in this are amazing, and it's yeah. it's a pleasure to cut. Sometimes you've worked on I've worked on shows mm-hmm. in the past where. It's a it's a, a tough uh, you know heavy lifting heavy, heavy lifting <laughs> sure, to yeah. get let's, a let's scene to work. Right, yeah, oh, okay, well let's go back to you. No, uh, right. But this this one really does cut well, and uh, you have a lot of choices, which is really nice in the cutting room. I, yeah. I, I once heard Kate Blanchett say that she, uh, I think it was her, that she'll, she'll, in different scenes, give like one different eye look or something in a scene to give editors choice to say, you could either take the scene this way or you mm-hmm. could take it this way. Is Are those type, same type of things happening with these actors? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. And a yeah. lot of that. I mean, the, the quiet moments... A lot of times people don't understand that editing, we get to decide how long we hold on that quiet sure. moment or if we're going to mm-hmm. cut away to a little a little moment. Like I was telling John in our whispering session yeah. <laughs> that in the scene where Don, uh, I'm sorry, where Sarah and Joe meet Jacob at the, at at the, the restaurant, restaurant yeah. there's a little look that uh, Jacob and, and Joe share. Well, that really wasn't there, wasn't but I kind of built that because oh. I had a moment where where Lee looked over, and I just cut that with Jacobs, uh, with, uh, right. Cro- James Cromwell, and yeah. um, it played really nicely. But it really wasn't, it wasn't something they did every take. It was something I hap- I happened to find. Yeah, yeah, but I thought it played well. So very cool. Our job's yeah. about building those moments and, yeah. and help and, and elevating 
uh, every moment that we can. Yeah, absolutely. And and sometimes you have to manufacture those, but it's there. Yeah, awesome. well, it's I mean it's a part that people don't know how much storytelling comes from the editing as well. You know, with the performances, the script, the the the, the camera shots, the the. The, what am I trying to say? The photography, all of that stuff really adds to it, and so you don't really realize until you actually get to hear those, those inside right. scoops. Uh, I was really excited, well, not just excited, but to hear Gordon finally tell his wife. As as a married man myself, I'm like, dude, how can you keep this big of a secret from your wife? Yeah. I know, I know that it's scary for him. I mean, no one wants to hear this bad news, but good for him to finally come out. I mean, the first person he told was his brother. Okay, I can that accept that. Horribly. The next person is a, his brother's old girlfriend. Not great after you slept with her. Right. But in defense of Gordon, he was trying to tell Donna in that early episode. That's what I argued last week. I, I have to say, because I, I watched that episode. It wasn't one that I edited, but right. when I see it, I'm like, okay. He, yeah. he was really putting in the mm-hmm. effort, but, you know, he, he didn't did know try. how to approach her, yeah. and she was too busy, preoccupied. Yeah, he did try. One, and if he tells her too soon, it kind of spoils the story. But I'm like, yeah, in exactly. real life, I'm like, be a little more insistent with telling her this, yeah. Yeah. this important information. Um, I like seeing him um, also really find some more purpose in like what exactly he's going to do now that he's got all this money, that he he's going to start Clark... Clark Computers or what was mm-hmm. it? Is that right? Clark Computers. Clark Computers, which is which you guys said is basically like he's starting Dell, which is pro- very similar like, to the Dell story, I guess, right? Yeah, I think we actually had that reference, a reference like that mm-hmm. in an earlier scene that was cut out. Okay. Oh, okay. That uh, you know they were they actually referenced that young guy at college who just made two million dollars in his dorm room or something. Right. Uh, but that scene didn't make the final cut. Yeah. So, but that's really what it's referencing. It's so. really fun to get all those references to things that we we know about. It's like like last season when the Apple, I guess, was it the Mac back mm-hmm. then? Yeah. When that comes out and everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's in color. And we're like yeah. <laughs> looking at these graphics now and I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's pretty great. But it's yeah. cool to see like where it came from. I also like him bringing back all the guys from, or I guess most of the guys from Cardiff Electric that he worked for, and it seems mm-hmm. like they all dropped what they were doing to come and to come and work with him. Yeah. Which is cool. And it was nice because in the first episode this season, they're the ones who were at the bar who right. were all you know mm-hmm. pissed off that yeah we got to go find new jobs. Yeah, exactly. I mean we have job leave, yeah. but we're very upset about this. Yeah. 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 So, what do you think about that uh, for the Gordon storyline? Just, just working with uh, with his co- with his buddies again. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, I, it felt good to see uh, Gordon kind of. Go, it's it's funny that they put him back to work at the same time where it seems like his illness is getting worse. Right. And it, it mm-hmm. but what's interesting is we've had the whole first six episodes where you you just saw hints of the brain right. function uh, deteriorating. But now that we know it, I, and I this is an interesting editing question. But it seems like it's getting worse every day. I mean, it seems like it's now it's greatly affecting all of his work. I mean, he had the Joe slip. Yeah. Now, uh, now I'm confused about the Joe slip. Now, if he would have said that, what what was the backlash there? Would those guys just can't believe that he's working with Joe, or did they? Should he not even say that he's working with Joe? Um, I don't think they would want to hear that he was working with Joe, given how things went down before. Um, well, yeah, I took it as you know, Gordon just had one of those mental slips, and yeah, okay. now they were they were just kind of questioning, like they they're not in on it. They don't know right. what what's the problem with the brain damage. Right. I mean, even though Donna mentions in the um, kitchen, just watch out in case something right. strange. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's good for her to say. And there were some scenes that were in the beginning <coughs> of the episode that didn't make the final cut, where mm-hmm. you see Donna, you know, has some scenes where some things happen. She's over 
worried about him. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not sure how many, maybe a couple scenes. Just a couple. Just two scenes. Days. You know, some things happen, but you might see that uh, DVD. So is it, is it perfectly, or perfectly, purposely ambiguous on where he really is with this illness? Are we kind of not supposed to know if it's as serious as she feels it is? I, I think that was just one mental slip. That, and then yeah. we see what the extent is when he goes, what, what were you talking about? Right. About Joe? He doesn't even realize he did it. Yes. yes. Yeah. But then there was that scene where you had said where he uh, was excited about the first sale where you said the music is in that moment where, to make us think that maybe he's having another mental. So it does seem like the show's maybe pushing it a little bit that it could be going you know, that, that's but for the audience to decide. It's bait and switch type of things at okay. that yeah. time. You know, you yeah. want to make the audience wonder, oh no, is he just staring off into yeah. space? Right. And, yeah. You know, and okay. Donna's going to find him where he can't speak anymore. Right. Yeah, you know, I know. Which, I mean, that first mental slip was kind of like, oh man, this yeah. is how it's going to start. Kind of scary. You think, well, if they do another season, like, what? Well, yeah, where is it? If the, how fast can he slip? Yeah, I mean, I gotta imagine it's gonna be a little bit gradual because we don't want to. Like, <laughs> That's my figure too. Toast, you know, like in season three, right. where just like he's got seven lines next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got him staring at that computer, seeing the giant, and then that's when the, you know the, the slip comes there, and the guys yeah. are like, uh, "Do you, Joe? Like he's he's been gone for two years at this point. So yeah. well, what are you talking about? Yeah, um, really cool. Um, I like seeing Donna go to her mom. That mom her. is a real... Yeah, she's <laughs> never like Right? She's yeah. never like that. Well, I, I told you that they wanted her to marry her to marry someone else before. I right. think it was Hunt from yeah, season Hunt. one. Right, so. yeah. Which rhymes with another word. That right. That it was like. But, um, you know, seeing her really kind of plant that seed and like, oh, what hap- what's going to happen when he's picking the girls up from school and right. all this kind of stuff was like, I think that maybe put that idea more into Donna's mind. So that's why she's like, well, maybe we should really keep an eye on him because he, he might not be doing so well. Yeah, and you know, it's like you watch a scene like that and you think, oh, like that, how could anybody be like that and act like that? But you know, I have met mothers in the world that are, do have that kind of relationship with their daughter. And I'm, I see it. And I have a very loving mom who will be listening to this. And hi, mom. Uh, very loving, not at all like the woman on the TV. <laughs> but I have met moms like that. Great recovery. Uh, yes, right. thank you. Uh, but you I know have. What you're saying, Mrs. Avin, <laughs> you're out yeah. there. Love you. Um, but yeah, I mean, but obviously a great actress, right? Because we believe her and we hate her. Yes. Uh, and and well, Annette Tool's been around for a long time. Yeah, she's yeah. great. She's great. I mean, she was on Excellent. the whole run of Smallville. Which I was a big fan of, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll admit to, and then also in the well, Superman three, yeah, mm-hmm. the movie. Um, but I like her planning that idea into Donna's mind to divorce. Kind of, well, just is that, that what you think that's what well, the I idea? don't think it was necessarily to divorce, what but was I, it I just see it being like, well, look, he there's no sympathy for him, which you would think right. that your mother-in-law, no matter what kind of guy you are, especially if you've got a lot of money, that she would be a little more like. In the right. corner, mm. and I no. doubt I doubt she's ever shared with Donna that she got the money back from Gordon. I don't think she knows that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which point. is interesting that she wouldn't tell her that, but she still just got <clears throat> zero sympathy for the guy. Yeah. I was surprised that Donna didn't hit back a little harder. Like the woman saying, "What if she's in she, a wheelchair? Are you going to leave him that?" It's like, come on. Yeah, this she is did stand up for him, which I really liked. But then I thought, how much would she stand up for him if she knew about this the cheating about mm-hmm. Julie? You know, like. Right, well, but, but then the abortion, so and then they have equal dueling. Well, and that's the thing. She's yeah. got secrets herself, but at the same time, in, well, I guess they're both terrible things. Yeah, but. I think that's great <laughs> writing and great storytelling, though, because then yeah. we're forced to think, you know, both of these have demons in their closets. Yeah. You know, which, which one is worse, people can argue about, but mm-hmm. they equally have something, so it allows us to care and, 
like not hates, but you know, mistrusts yeah. him a little bit. One I like that that little moment when he's coming to the kitchen and she's like, Oh, I know where you went to visit your brother. You're like, Is that, what uh, why why did you uh, um, uh, yeah. heart swallow there? Like, yeah. Well this episode was written by the creators of the show. Okay. Chris awesome. Cantwell and Chris Rogers and mm-hmm. they just knock it out of the park. They, really, they really do. Yeah. yeah. They supervise all the scripts, but this one was mm-hmm. theirs, so Great so, job. So you were saying earlier, like you guys get a certain amount of footage. How much footage do you get for an episode, like raw, I guess? And then you, how, you have to edit it down to what time? Uh, well, they shoot for eight days, mm-hmm. and it can vary depending on the director mm-hmm. and uh, how many cameras they're shooting at once. Usually, it's two cameras, right. possibly, possibly mm-hmm. one. Uh, I don't know. We get like sometimes, you know, like say the high end be three hours a day. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Low end be maybe forty five to an hour, but sometimes you see right in about in the middle two hours. Yeah, and, and, just, and we have to have this down to what forty three. This one was forty three. Yeah, forty three. Forty, I believe. Yeah. So do you see all that footage, or do you have the assistants kind of get out the crap? Oh, no, we we get it all. <laughs> you see it. You you specifically see it all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we see all the takes that the director has decided that they circle. So okay. Look at. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how many? I guess uh, how many cuts do you end up doing before your final? Well, we have our editor's cut that is due like three or four days after production's done. Okay. And that's when we try to get it in as nice a shape as we possibly can, but have everything in, all the dialogue. And on this episode, I think our first cut was like 54 minutes, 56 minutes. 56. 56. Okay. So we were like 13 minutes over. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of extra material. Yeah. And and it's it's a lot of dialogue that you can trim out of the middle of the scenes you may not notice or some camera moves, things like that. But then you have to make the hard decisions and bring it down to time and pull scenes out, which is what we had to do this episode. Okay. But uh, then after our editor's cut, we have four days with the director. And so they sit in the editing room with us for four days, and they turn over the director's cut. After that, it goes to the producers. They have two or three days, and then we turn it to the studio. And the oh, studio okay. gives their notes, then the network. But okay. here at Studio Network are the same. Right. So it's, you know, it's a couple of weeks we yeah. have to finish. It's about a month overall from yeah. the beginning of shooting. Okay. It's a lot. I mean, and both of us came from the feature world where we right. had a lot more time to right. finish course, that. Yeah. And television, there's there are some editors from feature world that have no idea what television editing is hmm. like. They yeah. think, oh, it's so easy. You just mm. cut it together. It's really quick. But it's, it's so filmic now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, specifically, the show has got a very film right. oh, yeah. feel to it. It's like every week we're doing a, you know, a, a mini movie. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, no, so if you guys are editing together, who gets to call the shots? Is there like some sort of coin flip or something? I don't know how we broke it up on Rock this one. This, you know, we've known each other so long on this one, and we've mm-hmm. worked together on other shows together. Right. What we did was we just said, hey, I'll take this scene, you take that scene. Cool. But cool. because we were co-editing it, John got an act. He had a specific act. I had a specific act. Mm-hmm. Trying, to, trying to keep them together. Okay, cool. Yeah. And an act would be between commercial breaks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, let's talk about Cameron. Um, who there, there was a line, which I, I wrote it down here, is that basically she is pure emotion. She, She's from the hip, yeah. Yeah, well, if from the heart or wherever these things are coming from, there's no really, like, there's no moment where she thinks about, how does this affect someone else? Yeah. It's just pretty much, I'm pissed about no, this No, she did right this now. episode. But she got yes, there. She got there. But Finally. her instinct is to, which is what we've talked all season about how we're just like, man, like... Could she just get out of her own way? It's a maturity thing, probably. Yeah, she's yeah. young. And we're like, okay, so they, Joe comes in with a deal, which, you know, Joe seemed to really enjoy that, which, of course, he would. Um, but he's offering them what seems like a very fair deal. And, of course, we understand why she's not really going to trust him because of everything <coughs> from last season. 
but these moments, or the moment when she, um, I almost knocked over my water, sorry. Um, and killed your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great episode. But the moment where, you know, Donna and Bosworth kind of look at each other, like, okay, like maybe we should actually take this deal. Let's think about it for a minute. And then she goes out there and rallies all the troops to, you know, just basically chant it. I'm like, oh, <sighs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and a broad question is, as we'll drill down more specifically, when you mm. watch Cameron and her character choices, I mean, I don't know if you guys get as frustrated with her character as we did at some point. You're thinking, why can't you just settle down every once in a while? Does she ever make choices that are a little maybe less... I mean, obviously it's written, the words are there, but, you know, obviously she takes it to a different level with her emotions. Is Does she give much variety there, or is she very specific and she's chosen the path of this character? I mean, from the beginning of the series, you can see she's very volatile. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe doesn't think things through, like you said. No. And. Um, but the actor herself, she gives us yeah. material to work with. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I would imagine so. She's yeah. like just almost like pure id or something. Yeah. <laughs> Mackenzie does a great job. I mean, yeah. she wasn't known before this, I don't believe. And, yeah. No, no I, I didn't know her before this. She did a movie last year with Dan Radcliffe. Um, and she what has The Martian it? coming up. I saw her in the yeah. trailer for oh, that. Cool. So I was like, oh, hey, look, it's Cameron. Cameron's <laughs> yeah, working yeah. at NASA now. All right, cool. Yeah, she has a NASA yeah. look to her. Oh, she could work at NASA. She's yeah. a smart girl. I thought yeah. that scene when she was with Tom and she was doing that realizing about that she was going to do call Joe, I thought that was some really solid like acting there. Like You know, you have to have thoughts in those moments for that kind of silent acting to read. Mm-hmm. And I thought that came across really well. Do you guys agree? Good scene on her part there? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, she's listening to Tom, you know, tell her why she didn't, he didn't have a vote. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think she really takes that in. And then obviously that changes later in the episode. But, um, you know, it's good to see her take that in and understand it's one of those moments where she is you know, kind of growing as a character and listening. And, listening and, and these that. are all natural actors. I mean, they yeah. actually react to what they're hearing. Yeah. You have a lot, of, especially uh, new actors and people that haven't done a lot of shows. Sometimes we get a guest star on a show that you just see them like waiting for their next line <laughs> and they're not really giving you anything. And it, it plays for the editors. It's all in the reaction. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we can really build the scene that way. Yeah. So, like I said before, this is just quality, you know, troop of actors that we get to work with and cut here. That's true. You know, if I may follow, because I had that question about the guest stars because of Tom's mom, and I know we'll probably get to Tom. But obviously guest star to start the show, and so the broader question, when you get some guest stars in, do you find, a, is it does it vary from, like, oh, this guest star is kind of tough to edit, this one's very strong? Does, we want you, specific names. We, yes. <laughs> <laughs> then how do we get those roles instead? Right? Well, uh, we probably audition. Right, that's right. That's yeah. Yeah. We always find out who the guest star is after they've been cast. Right, and each director yes. gets to help choose their own guest stars. Yeah. But so far, I've been pretty happy. I can't think of anybody that I... I mean, like in the previous episode I cut, it was when Boz goes to the door of the kid yep. who's quit. And uh-huh. I love that mom and that kid. <laughs> I just They, they were, were awesome. And then it was funny then because I was like, oh, she's great. You should bring her back. And they went, oh, well, she's coming back. Uh, she's going to go on a date with Boz. You oh, know? And, nice. like, and then that's when she was in... I think it was last week she was on a date with Boz. That was the mom oh, from... Oh, that was the mom? He was oh, like, wow, we didn't yeah. put that together. Okay. We didn't put that together at all. Cool. Yeah, that was, that was her. I wasn't giving away a secret. No, though. no. Yeah. I, at first happened. I thought, uh-oh, hit the edit button. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
We're just going to start the show over. Right, yes. Okay, restart. Yeah. Um, no, that's really cool. Um, well, I like Boz, too, being the one to tell uh, well, to tell Joe, like, uh, it's not my ear that you really want there. Mm-hmm. Tom is the one that's, who's really going to reach her, which was, to me, great growth for this character who, like we said, is just pure emotion. And, you know, to see her really take that in. It was, to me, the first, well, maybe not the first, but one of the bigger moments where she finally takes it in that, like, Oh, other people work here too, mm-hmm. which was really nice to see. Which, of course, then it flips right back around to the right. end. Which, I mean, obviously she took Joe's advice there, um, and she was probably pretty shocked by all of what he had to say and that story, how he can really relate to Lev. Because I, I almost forgot that he had dated a man before, mm-hmm. um, and like, oh yeah, well he he's going to directly relate to this story. But to see him, you know, open up to her and then tell her not to sell it, and then she comes back in, this company's mine. You know? Yeah. Yeah, now I was confused. Now, if Donna and Gordon, or Donna and Cameron are in this together, but if if Cameron has ninety five percent, ninety percent, ninety percent, then so that kind of so they're not it's barely it's barely sharing at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, but I don't know how much Donna got yeah, out we of the deal. Yeah, we don't know specifically. Um, I mean, like I like that even last season and this season, like no one's a boss here, no one has titles. We all just build this thing together, except for I own ninety percent of it. Yeah, yeah. and every episode is very clear that everybody doesn't have a voice. Like it's yeah, very clear course. she has the voice. I, yeah. I think maybe that's one of those things where her character is kind of deluding herself that yeah. she's really the boss. Maybe she just doesn't want to be. Well, that's yeah. what I like about the scene where Bodhi confronts. Confronts her about, you know, hey, I didn't know you had 90% of the company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that actor, uh, Joshua Hoover. Josh Hoover, yeah. He, he, he was really great in that scene. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. he's really done some solid work. And, uh, and that scene was fun to cut because you got to see, and I think I told you guys beforehand that the scene actually went much longer when mm-hmm. we first cut it. And we got to With see the all, yeah. all the coders mm-hmm. of Mutiny had a chance to, you know, raise their hand or say yes mm-hmm. or no. And it was a, a much longer scene. And I, I'm sure that when they watched the episode, everyone's like, wait a minute, wait, yeah. my part got I'm cut lying. out. My, yeah. What happened? Well, they still it, got paid. Yeah, and, it's, <laughs> and I hate that when it happens, but yeah. it was a long episode, so you had to trim somewhere. But uh, yeah, that do. whole I confrontation mean, was great. Yeah. I mean, I, I know there's, um, and this is like a sort of tangential reference, but like, I know that like, um, like people say like the first cut of Star Wars was like terrible, and then like an editor came in to kind of save it. And one of the notes was that his, that the actors' performances are driving the pace of it, rather than the cuts sort of you know, creating excitement in the scene. Is there something for when you're seeing like you know like a great actor's performance, but you have to cut it? Like, what are you looking for to continue to make it exciting? Something. A lot of times, it's just basic. Take the air out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, between you know the pauses, and uh, sometimes scenes can be dragged down by. I mean. You like to give those pregnant pauses, sure. and you keep them if you can. But if it's slowing the pace, you just trim them up, mm. and you still get the looks. You right. just you just cut it down by half half the time. Sure. Yeah, and with the oh sorry, I was just gonna say when you're pulling the words out, script and things like that, you know, you have to make sure that it feels like it hasn't been taken out, and that the scene was written the right. way you're watching. It. Sure, that's a good point. And so building in those pauses, like Kevin says, you know, is the art of it is trying to get so people when they're watching is like, oh, this looks exactly the way should be yeah so and that's that's the fun part of it yeah i can't look built yeah yeah Yeah. and with the coders uh that was one of my questions because it does seem in this show that there's like uh, a lack of any kind of much development there's been a little bit development with each coder but i still don't feel i know them that well but do you really need to i mean but but you said you cut them out and so i'm wondering each 
I'm wondering with each episode, is there maybe a little bit more with the coders that seem to always end up on the floor, or is that just purposely? No, I, this is the main one. Okay, I would say, and this was just letting the coders who hadn't had a line before, or yeah. or it just even raise their hand, you know, just yeah. background. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and unfortunately, that happened. But yeah. you are getting development with Lev, right? Yes, and the fact yeah, that Lev gets this you know, beat yeah. up, and and we have Yo Yo, who mm-hmm. you know he's Did we gone. See Yo-Yo this episode? I don't seeing he him. was in the background of the waiting room. Oh, when right. You, when so they rush, say, I when Donald yeah. comes in, yeah, yeah, I was say, so I I he's still in the mix. He's mm-hmm. there in the in the background, mm-hmm. so oh, even though he's gone. But and then the other ones that you have are Carl. The one who was trying to piece together the term sheet, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Bodie, of course, yeah, um, Wonder Boy, yep. who's always mm-hmm. a little timid, and yeah. I mean, but yeah. but I mean, they have their moments, but they're not really going to flesh out okay. you know, their right. backstories, much. right? Right. So. Okay. Yeah, just I, mean, I, I think their purpose is to, is to establish that world where they mm-hmm. work, the kind of people that are there. Um, I mean, obviously, it seems like Bodie is getting the most, and Lev, too, which is, you know, carryover from last season, which I really like. I mean, I don't like seeing him beat up or anything like that. Like, right. that was awful. Yeah. But I was like, oh, man. like Because I had been wondering so much about him talking online with this guy and that being, a, you know, that was, that, that's a thing from real life that people could pretend to be someone else. There was no way to, oh, yeah. to really track mm-hmm. that. I mean, they're using, like, a dummy, I guess, IP or would it have been an IP back then? Yeah. Probably been something else. I guess it was probably easier back then. Goes beyond our technical. Yeah, well, that's that's me. We just edited it. Yeah, that's why I get yelled at by our fans. I wish you guys knew more stuff. Well, we're just people. Yeah, we're just actors who watch a show. We watch a show and talk. Good time. But you know, having that tie in to just man that he was been fooled this whole time, and I was kind of excited for him. You know, like oh, he's gonna go meet somebody, and I like that the show's not making a big deal about him being gay and all that kind of stuff. And then like oh, but. That's the times we live in. But wasn't that, those are the times that they live yeah, in. Yeah, but wasn't that a great performance by Toby when he was like, uh, yeah, I, I got oh, a cousin, yeah. or, you yeah, know, I mean, I just oh, love yeah. his little reaction to yeah, that yeah. last. I mean, that's that's how someone of that generation would yeah, exactly. react to it. You know? I thought he played that Yeah, since I didn't see the first season, I didn't realize that Joe had had... Because I was wondering if they built this into the show to kind of make a statement about, you know, like uh, either either about the time that they lived in or even about the time that we still live in. You know, or mm-hmm. do you think the writers are saying something there with that? Well, I think it was a continuation of last season. Just a continuation, yeah. 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 Okay. To, to bring it back into the forefront. Because it's, so it's a subtle theme that's kind of throughout yeah, the show. Because we had a whole episode last season where his ex-lover comes to help design mm-hmm. the giant. Okay. The body of it. Yeah. And um, his name was Simon, I believe. Yeah, yeah, And then you find out Simon has AIDS and is going to, you know, it's like right. a, a goodbye, I said. Okay. So, it's, yeah, just Revelation. kind of bring it back. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, really cool. Um, well, let's take one quick little pause to talk about iTunes. Sure. Folks, if you're listening to this show on iTunes... It's, you're missing out on our faces. You're missing out on yes. our faces. Um, but thank you so much for listening, watching, streaming, downloading, all of these things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate if you'd, if you'd head over to iTunes and write us a rating and review on the show. Five stars if you really like us. If you mm-hmm. don't like us... I'm not really sure how you got to episode seven. You probably should have dropped off a few episodes ago. But if you do, don't drop off. Yeah, you can leave us a rating and review. <laughs> right. Also, it really helps out the network. Uh, Afterbuzz has over a hundred hours of content every week for TV. If you're watching TV or like talking about TV, this is the network for. It. So please head over there and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's get back into Joe. Um, Joe. Joe. We got Joe meeting with Jacob there. Love this. Love. We both love this episode for Joe. 
Yeah, so, I, I, every episode, I feel like I could use more Joe, mm-hmm. and I feel like we got a good amount of him in this one. Yeah, absolutely. Saw um, eyebrow raising in this one. This part. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Twitter account that was started called that. Admiral Eyebrows, yeah. oh, right. which is really funny. And they, I think they're following me, so yeah. thanks for that. But um, I like him really going to bat for, for mutiny and why we need to acquire them and all this stuff, and he really sells Jacob on it, so we're like, this is going to be great. Yeah. He's really stumping for them. This is something he believes in. Nothing bad can happen here. But I think his performance is great because every because epi- uh, you know four episodes ago I predicted maybe there's going to be a huge switch and he has been evil the entire season. And no, I, would, I think he's I think he's authentic. But I think he is too. But he still he plays this great subtlety where you, you still see him and you're like, what is going on in your head? Like, is mm-hmm. are you is this all for them or is this a little for you or is there a game here? Uh, you know, we're learning that there isn't, but I think he always leaves that little door open that there might be. Do you guys agree with that? Insightful. Yeah. yeah. Insightful. <laughs> that's yeah. why I'm here, guys. That's why I'm. That's why I made the no bucks. Had, hadn't thought about that. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here to make people think. I feel like sarcasm is at play in the room right now. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, uh, well, you know, I like him going to Jacob for that. I think that's really cool. Um, it's it's something real. You know, he spent it all last season building something pretend or just manipulating people. Now this is something real, and you can really get the passion behind why he's invested in this. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. He's still meddling in other people's work, he's, but still, yeah. he does seem to have an you know an honest um, purpose to it. You know, yeah. It's not like he's trying to pull the wool over Cameron's eyes. Yeah, which it but, makes sense why no one trusts... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just to say, you know, but if you follow this, this episode throughout, you know, he's still Joe manipulating and doing what he needs to yeah. do to mm-hmm. get to where he needs to get or get the situation where he's at. Yeah. You know, Especially when Tom comes to visit him in his mm-hmm. office down there. After with the he machine. visited Tom. And yeah, and, and I love yeah. it because that scene, you know, it's Joe playing with someone and yeah. toying with them. And, uh, and I have to say for all the Lee Pace fans that you see on Twitter all the time, mm-hmm. that that scene for me is like, that's the best looking Lee Pace scene in the <laughs> show. It's like, he's good looking in that one. I mean, he's really yeah. charismatic and mm-hmm. there's not a lot, a lot of screen grabs you could get there. That, uh, right, right. They so can go make over something and grab up. that screen. Yeah, yeah. I want you to do that scene. Right? You know, I noticed in that scene there was a lot of, this is a technical question from a cameraman angle, but um, DP, if you will. Um, but Director there was a lot of subtle, uh, you know, the camera was just kind of like slightly moving back and forth a lot of times when it was over the shoulder on Joe. And I'm just wondering why? You know, what, what, what why, if, uh, and I, I, I liked it, I didn't do, do anything bad, but I'm wondering, these slight movements, and I see that in a lot in television, or is this just a movement to get away from still shots, or what's the idea? Yeah, I think so. A lot of times they're just trying something new, and in a couple of those cases, if the camp, and we get the daily sometime and go, why are they doing that? You know, <laughs> right, like, okay, right. we'll do it. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah. Uh, and then if we have a shot that's static and you're mixed up with all these moving things, you have to put a fake move on it. Interesting. To make Interesting. Okay. So how do you do that? We just it's an it's an easy thing to do in the air. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. So it's seven buttons. Yeah, sometimes there's a, there's an uneasiness too when you're in a scene like that where you're moving slowly back and forth because it's not static and it just creates a, a, an extra feel to the music and the, mm-hmm. the performances. Um, and maybe that's why the DPs do it. But I always feel when I see scenes like that, that you're slowly floating and you're watching people and you're, you know, it, it just gives it a little bit of an yeah, uneasiness yeah. to it. I would agree. Yeah. But, but also on this season, we've noticed a lot, the DP has really gone out of his way to like try to highlight scenes and make you feel uneasy as a viewer by, if you yeah. notice 
a lot of the shots, like if you go back and watch that scene with the mother, mm-hmm. uh, the way that the scene is weighted, the actors are, are like on the far right side of frame looking off to the right. And so you have all this open space on the side. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's different than what you normally see in other, you know, other shows. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it gives more weight to it, I think, and it makes it stand out more. But it also creates this little uneasiness that when you're you're watching the scene, it's kind of it helps drive yeah. that scene, and it's yeah, it's a it's a nice quality that's subtle, but it works. Yeah, interesting. You know, in that scene of the kitchen, I was thinking that um, that you know there's something else going on here with Tom and his mom, and why, you know, why is she here and all this stuff. But you know, later you end up figuring out that she's you know she's been fired from her job and. It seems like, I mean, Tom is, I guess, her main caregiver, I guess, is what, what's going on there, um, which is possibly why he took the job at the grocery store, because he's certainly not getting paid a mutiny. Right. Um, so that was cool, and it's good to know that, that the, even some of that stuff where you're feeling uneasy, it's, it's purposeful in, in telling that part of the yeah. story. Um, I like Sarah kind of calling Joe on the thing that you're talking about, John, of, that he's still working for someone else's company and kind of meddling mm-hmm. and really trying to get him to be even, I guess, more authentic. Um, I think he's he's trying his hardest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd like her calling him out on that. That that dinner conversation, man, like, man, that was uh, pretty tense, having Jacob and Joe kind of go toe-to-toe there and her being like, hey, can I, can I say something, guys? I'm also at this dinner. Yeah. I thought that was a great scene because, you know, it's written as a, a, a fight scene or those brief moments between uh, Jacob and Joe are fighting. But, you know, both actors played it so brilliantly and, you know, Jacob's got his power, like, laughing. Like, are you questioning me right now? <laughs> and, you know, and then Joe's got his, like, power, like, eyebrow, eyebrow. stance. Like, yeah, I've got something <laughs> to say here. <laughs> it's like, you know, a fight scene that could have just been, like, you know, you get amateur actors in those and those are just two people yelling mm-hmm. at each other. But it's just, uh, the whole thing felt like just a big power play between these three people. Yeah. Well, it was really, it was really interesting to have Jacob being like, give him another chance, you know, like, yeah. don't yeah. quit on this yeah. yet, which was a really nice way to get a lot of her background without it feeling like the mm-hmm. super kind of clunky, like, she used to be married and she gave up on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is the episode where you see that Jacob is completely bought into it's everything true. that Joe yeah. 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 Telling him he's brilliant in that opening scene when, um, you, you know, it's almost like Joe's got his father figure that's finally giving him approval that yeah. he didn't have in season one, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, which he, he desperately Because we questioned that as well. We, didn't, we were like, what's Jacob's motives? Is he trying to do something? But everything yeah. turned out to be good motives, this, except for yeah. uh, Donna and Gordon, who are lying to each other all the time. <laughs> <Except for that. laughs> right. Um, but really interesting to have... Um, oh, man. Oh, so after Jacob kind of goes to bat for, for Joe at the dinner, then have Joe, instead of going like, yeah, you should listen to your dad or something like that, he stands up for her, which... Mm-hmm. I gotta say, is is in real life, like that's the move that you that's make. the man right. move. You better, he is getting laid later. <laughs> yeah, you better back up your woman in this scenario. If you All side right. with the father, it's not gonna happen. Well, well that now. should tell the viewer that Joe's, you know, authentic. He's authentic. Yeah, he yeah. has motives. That there. was a big yeah. moment for me for that. Yeah. 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 Uh, FYI, we have we're getting the five minute sign, so we better start um, uh, wrapping it up. A I am well aware of the time of the show. Okay, good. Never questioned my. I had questioned on it show. one time, and it was a huge <laughs> mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, then I'm going to show my mutiny shirt. There it yeah, is. Look at that. He's running in some mutiny over here. That was created by our producer of Post, God of Halt and Catch Fire, Nathaniel Smith. Awesome. So awesome. He gave those to all everyone in Post. Shout so out to him. Awesome. Yeah. It's really great. Very cool. authentic. Awesome. We're going to auction that shirt. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to do we're that. We're auctioning a dinner with both of these gentlemen as well. <laughs> right. With their wives. Yes. Asteria um, Moza. Um, well, let's um, let's talk about Bosworth just a little bit mm-hmm. um, because he 
he goes to meet with Joe kind of behind their back, you know, uh, after they all rip up the contract and then later they're putting it together like, wait a minute, what does this thing say? Um, but we have him go to meet with, with Joe behind his back, which I was like, ooh. Uh, yeah. But it turns out he wasn't because he, yeah. he went and told yeah, Cameron yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he yeah. tells Joe that everything you say here goes back to right. Cameron, Yeah, which so. is great, which yeah. is really great. I feel like Boz has had one of the best, like, subtle... I was thinking back to the first episode we saw Boz. You know, he's having coitus with his ex-wife in the hotel room, and he's talking to his son in the car, and you're thinking, man, where's this storyline going to go with this guy? And I feel like it's just been... Like, each episode, you know, he's a little more relevant, and he's just subtly Mm -hmm. kind of always there. And he just becomes one of those characters that you're like, always feel like, oh, at least he's there, you know? (laughs) He's he's kind of the dad there. He's the dad, yeah. They need a dad. Yeah. Great um, acting on his part as well. Yeah, I also like that that honesty of him being like, "Well, look, they gave you a job." He's like, "Well, give me the job because I'm the next cop." No, 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 it's you and McDonald's. Yeah. Although, if you remember, Cameron was setting up mutiny to give Boz some, some shares in the company mm-hmm. in season one. She yeah. brought the lawyer over to do that. Yeah, no, their relationship so, is great. I think yeah. that there's a lot of uh, a lot of honesty and a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else? Uh, what else do we have here? So, um, actually, let's ask you guys. You guys have uh, storied careers. We're all we're both jealous. We'd like to be working as much as you are. Um, what else are you guys working on right now? Uh, we're both working on a uh, show for A and E called uh, Unforgettable. Okay, it was on CBS uh, two se- season ago. A and E is now airing that. We don't know when it's going to air, but we're okay. working on thirteen episodes right now. John's been on it. This is his fourth season and my wow. third season. Oh wow! So, and same with that show. Every three episodes is yeah, that standard three. in television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. As okay. far as Halt and Catch Fire, um, my next episode is the finale, episode yeah. ten. That's awesome. Next week's. Uh, I haven't seen the next two episodes coming up. I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never seen the whole episode. Oh, cool. And next week is um, edited by Robert Kamatsu, who's okay. a great editor, who's mm-hmm. right now doing X Files. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. coming back, right? Yeah, oh, he's doing that. And then episode nine is Chris McCaleb, who mm-hmm. is now doing Fear. Th- uh, no, yeah, Fear, Fear, the, Fear the Walking Dead. Dead. He's Fear cutting that. They moved right on to prestigious uh, you know, shows <laughs> and things. So it's pretty awesome. And uh, and then ten will be the wrap up, and that's mine. So there it is. And then, so if this gets picked up for another season, will you be coming back for that? Well, I hope so. That's cool. You, nice. You just wait to be asked. Yeah, you yeah. just wait to be asked. Right. Isn't the city funny? It's like oh, I might not have a job, I, but I hope so. But, uh, <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Would you guys hear about the show being picked up much sooner than we would, or would it be uh, a couple of weeks? A couple. Well, of I mean, weeks. we'd heard rumors last season, but mm-hmm. we were kind of like waiting because yeah. you know you, you didn't know. know what to believe. It just yeah. depends. Sometimes someone will get it in the trades and then mm. that's how we hear or we hear a week before yeah do they okay. build a storyline around maybe not getting picked like do they uh, kind of end each season with this could be a period I think they have an idea of where they'd go season three you know based on uh, the rest of this season okay well, I was on Californication for six seasons yeah and yeah. for the like the last three they kept thinking this was going to be the last one and so the mm-hmm. last episode would always be a big wrap up uh, you know finish off the season right. yeah. the show right and then they'd say okay we're going to pick it up again and they'd right. rewrite the last one so oh, it was a wow. finale but it would it yeah. would finalize that that arc for that season uh-huh. but but then there was still a leeway to where you're going to go next yeah. season so they do have that so, in mind yeah yeah they always play it that way right okay. cool um so from working in in film for you guys have both worked in film before you've worked in tv are there any like great stories you have for i don't know like insight for you to actors that like 
you think anybody would be curious about, like Jim Carrey or Kevin's or, got great stories. Yeah. <laughs> Which ones? No, <laughs> I will say that it's funny that uh, Toby, uh, Toby Huss, that is Boz. Yeah, I was an assistant editor on a uh, Fox show in 95 called uh, Down Periscope. Oh, yes, we yep. referenced that. Oh, you have? Okay, <laughs> yes. sorry. Because I, I was watching it going, wait a minute, that's Toby. Yeah. Toby is that goofy, comedic uh, yeah. electrician guy yeah. over yeah. here. He's the whiz on Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I've worked on, I worked on movies with Robin Williams when I was first starting out. Oh, like, my man. first union film was Mrs. Doubtfire. And wow. I have to say, one oh. of the nicest guys yeah. I've ever worked with. One of my favorite actors. He made an effort of, like, he'd come up and go, Aren't you that guy in in editing? You know, and said, "Hi, I'm Robin." You know, it was just wow. that kind of nice openness that yeah. was really great. Great, uh, it's the type of thing that keeps you probably in the business. Like, it just oh, ma- yeah, yeah, makes yeah. you feel good, especially that the paycheck. Like, yeah, right. that helps. Too. Remember watching uh, Richard Attenborough watch the OJ chase with us in Chicago? That's right, John Hughes no, film. Wow, Miracle on Thirty Fourth. And they were like, "Sir oh, Richard, you need to get back on set." And he's <laughs> just like, one minute. Just, just one minute. Wow, yeah. hanging with the actors. That's amazing. All right, folks, uh, well, let's head into some predictions while we wrap up the show. After Buzz TV predictions. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that a new predictions thing? It's the short one. There's oh, there's a short one because we're, we're running low. We're running low on time. Dave, what do you predict? You know, a lot of my negative predictions of people, things not working out, are slowly fading away. Okay. Uh, I think Joe and Sarah will move to California, and if there is a season three, perhaps there's a new Silicon Valley type of thing happening uh, with those guys, okay. different from the HBO show. Okay, sure. Uh, or maybe he just jumps onto the HBO show after this. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Lee Pace and some comedy? Yeah. I buy it. And, uh, I've edited that before. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah? He was in Wonder Falls. Oh, right. wow. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, and then uh, I don't know if Donna and uh, Gordon are going to share their, their negatives. Uh, I think they have enough to worry about. So we may end the season with just wondering, you know what? Hmm. These guys are going to be happier living a lie. All right. Well, I'm going to make some really bold predictions and okay. watch you guys' faces. To see right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm not a poker player. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am a poker player, so we'll see. <laughs> well, um, I, I wondered, you know, Sarah's got this, this past that we're really finding out about, and it really seems like she's got a lot of stuff to tackle herself, and she seems so focused on Joe that I'm wondering if she's really ultimately good for him. Like, it seems like she's been good for him in a lot of ways, but I think... No, doesn't she have stuff to deal with? And just like telling him he's going to move away is like it seems a little selfish to me. Mm. So I'm kind of wondering if he's really going to go to California. I, I'm kind of thinking not. Oh, well, you're being bold. Yeah, it's very bold. Um, and I told you before that uh, Donna's never telling Gordon. That's that's my bold. That's prediction. your production. Well, we'll see. We've got three good, episodes good to faces. find out. Good yeah. Yeah. Faces. I saw nothing over there. Lots can happen in three episodes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, As we've can. seen, yeah. Well, folks, thanks so much for watching the show. Really appreciate it. Really having, appreciate having both of you guys on the yes, show. You guys are awesome. Out. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, where can people find you online? Uh, Twitter is uh, at Ross Films. At Ross Films. Cool. John? Twitter is uh, John M. Vitale. All right, All right, and Dave. Cool, uh, yeah, at Go Blue Dave. And if you're uh, around tomorrow night, I'll have a murder mystery show at the Next Door Lounge, and uh, tickets are still available, so come check it out. Awesome. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson and Instagram, the Isaac Johnson. I got like 10 more followers. I don't have a 1,000 like Dave. Oh, wow. What are you going to do? You can't be Dave. But I value each one of you, every one I of you. I do, too. I don't view you just as numbers. Oh, uh, well, I do that. both. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, guys. We really Thank appreciate you guys. it. No we'll Thanks see you so all much. next week. See you next week, regular time. Yes. All right.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.